There you go. Make sure. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. <laughs> Big facts. I'm in it. Is in here. This is a B Diddy show exclusive. Uh, I have I had a, I have my co-hostess with the Moses. I got one in my pocket. I got one. I got one. I got my co-hostess with the Moses right now. You gotta hit the car with it. All right. I got T. I got T Money here right now. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy AT Money back up in it like the house in the Senate, aka the sad nigga coach, aka the nigga your BM don't want you to be worried about. This is a Heartland school. So, what we're going to do, we're going to do a, a half baked interview. All right? Half baked interview. So, what half baked interview is going to do in two parts because right now we can only get one part of the bacon. We can't get baked right now. We're going to take a break Facts. and we're going to be half baked. So, so we you're gonna be able to see which part of it is going to be um, half baked or not. I don't know. So I'm gonna take you. You may not know. I'm gonna take it out. It's gonna be a half baked interview, right? <laughs> They're on. not gonna know which which side is half baked. They're just gonna know that it's a half baked situation, right? Sounds good. So this is gonna be like a choose your own adventure with DJ. I'm in it in here. What up, DJ? I'm in it. What up? What up? What up? How y'all feel? I'm doing great, man. Welcome. To a Heartland, excuse me, a BDD Radio exclusive. Cheers. Cheers to you, bro. I appreciate you inviting me out here. We are in East Atlanta, uh, uh, eastern suburb of Atlanta, undisclosed location. Shout out my nigga Godfellow, though. Godfellow, and here we got we got uh, T-Money, Godfellow, DJ Minute. We got, uh, we have a variety of um, snacks, uh, beverages around here. <laughs> you know, it's a very good situation. We got the cable going, watching BET. Who knows all these white folks on BET? When did that happen? Yeah. Wow, yeah, just that. Figure eight and shit. On, I definitely uh, never. I'm long body head ass. We need some niggas on this bitch. DJ, I'm in it. That was a great. What's one, good, bro? <laughs> you, you you born and raised? You born and raised in Chicago? Yes, sir. What part is what part of Chicago? Because T Money from Chicago too. Yeah, 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 you already know right off that nine, right off of Austin, <laughs> You feel me? Phone him. Probably don't see this nigga on the red line on the L somewhere. Probably don't walk smooth ass. Oh, fun him. Probably okay. fr- fuck around, call me off all, all, over there by the Browns or something. <laughs> but nah, definitely I was um, I I was born at the hospital in Blue Island. No, but. Shit, I was still, you know what I'm saying, raised off the nine and shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I was over there at Champlain, you know what I'm saying, just coming up in shorties and that shit, you know, it's kind of hard, just, yeah, manifesting, you know what I'm saying? Well, shit, the odds, you know? Like, having to really defy all the odds and kind of keeping myself out the streets, you feel me? Because, hell yeah, nigga, I was always on the block. <laughs> the blood you said you was born born into black the box was just right outside. You had to go far it off. I'm trying to tell you, fuck. <laughs> step out the, off the porch. They go to block right there. You I'm in it, right? Trying to tell trying you, for like that, that's what you've been amazing for you to not be on the block and being where you're from, for real, for real. Like that's what that's what I feel like. Sometimes when I talk to people, I'm like, bro, where are you from? Where you ain't never had 
no struggle. Ain't nobody touching no gang signs. You ain't <laughs> like we're we're in America. You fucking around you and nothing like that. You wearing the wrong colors and shit. Oh, and shit. But no, I say no. That's the niggas of the birds though. <laughs> Yes, birds, niggas, though, but they, 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 uh, they, they perplex me. I understand people like you more than people that don't know no gang signs. People that ain't into, they ain't never seen nothing because I ain't seen a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gee. Like if you have a thirst for life, I feel like you're just gonna see something, bro. Obviously, like the more time you spend outside, the closer you get to the to the danger and shit. So it's like it's only a matter of time before you get familiar. But you're right though; it do be some motherfuckers outside who they this their first exposure to like some real nigga shit. No, I mean keeping honest, that's probably about shit. I get about seventy percent of the world. You know what I'm saying? That has not been through like real life experiences because I ain't gonna cap. Yeah, the school system, but how the system is, you feel me? Like so, it's like it don't prepare you for real life situations, and that's. That's kind of that's that's why society kind of you know what I'm saying kind of messed up right now. Yeah, I don't even. It just it's just crazy. Like society just kind of sets you up for kind of fear. You know what I'm saying? Look, uh, I've been through society societal traps that they kind of put you in. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's always been to me. I've been always observ- observational. They kind they have. Summer programs, damn near, I feel like, are very, where I'm from in the Midwest, sometimes the summer programs are segregated. Like, you have the Catholic Club, and you got the Boys and Girls Club. Same neighborhood. The kids yeah. that can figure it out and trying to get into the Catholic Club, they may get a little bit more exposure, a little bit more sitting eyes, maybe more activities. I had cats from the Catholic Club that played in the NFL all my life. They was there. But then you got the Boys and Girls Club, the cats from there, end up having a rougher path, right? Facts. And then, and it's not far. It's not like they're going. It's not like they miles nah. apart. You feel me? They like right around the corner a lot of times. No, and that's what I was about to say. I was honestly, it'd be surprised. I, I played a little, college, a little Catholic basketball. You know what I'm saying? It was just. Shit, it was just on some, yeah, like two, three-year type, you know what I'm saying, kind of get my act together, you know, but it kind of gave me a whole different perspective and different mentality during that age and at that time frame. So, I yeah, that like seeing those, being able to see those different perspectives kind of just, yeah, like looking back on it make me me, you know. What, were you involved in programs for the music when you was coming up? Was you in choir? Was you like in some school stuff? Like, the music coming up. Where, where, where were you? And what were you intrigued by? You know what I mean? Because you may not be in the music. Because myself, I really didn't play music up until like high school. In right. seventh grade, I played handbills. Right. But I've always been intrigued by the music. Like I remember reading Double XL and rap magazines all my whole life. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, I got a funny ass story about that. I'm gonna tell y'all this story. <laughs> this shit so fucked up, man. But look, I was. I remember. My mom, right, she used to go get her hair done on, like, a, I think I was somewhere off of Ashton, like, maybe, like, 71st of Ashton, right? right. And there's a CVS right there. That motherfucker's still right there, I believe. Phone number still. So, I was so thirsty for the music, bro, while she was getting her hair done, I'd go over to the CVS and read the magazines, right? Jeez. But, like, up to that point, I hadn't stole shit yet, so this is, like, my first little stealing experience, right? Right. Boy, I went, <laughs> look, boy, I went in there, I had a big-ass bubble coat on, right? I'm talking about that big with big, Joe. I went in there. I, I filled that bitch up with every magazine they had. I'm talking about Source, Double XL, nigga, <laughs> Ebony, Jet, all that shit, right? 
I go back up in the motherfucking uh the little the, you know when my mama get her hair done and act like shit smooth. She like nigga, why you can't put your arms down and shit. <laughs> so nigga, she over that coat, boy. All that magazines fell out, boy. I'm talking about man. She got up out the chair, half head, walked me back over to the CVS and whooped my ass in that motherfucking stove, Damn, boy. That's how thirsty I was for it, though. CVS. Yes, G. That's how bad. It, that's how bad. It was though. I ain't had no other way to get to the music. You feel me? Like I didn't oh, have no no uncles or no nobody that was putting me on like <laughs> the shit that was out. So it was like I had to just go <laughs> and hit the CBS and steal the magazines. G. But I swear on everything that story happened. G. I swear if I'm lying on flying, that story happened for real. No. Nah, hey, and that nigga, <laughs> that nigga telling them stories, bro. <laughs> Definitely remind me of all the next time. Gunshot for team money. <laughs> but no, it wasn't even do the music though. Like, I ain't keeping it honest. Like, music really came to me. Like, that was like a. Bro, that was honestly something that was just really destined to me. Like, because keeping it a buck 50, I was a. I was a nerd ass nigga, bro. I was a geek ass nigga, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I took honors class my whole motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I took, hell yeah, shit. I, I was taking little, you know what I'm saying? Look, fuck, fuck what they call them class and shit. Horizons, they call that shit. Man, like, you know. when you, like, you yeah. see a better future. Right. Everybody else is dark <laughs> around them. Like, oh, we gonna protect this one. This one, <laughs> smart. We gonna protect this one. I'm telling you, bro, but I always, bro, I always be the nigga that knew I'm the smartest nigga, so now I'm just finna act an ass. I ain't gotta do too much and shit. You feel me? Like, you feel me? Like, oh, bro, then I just started doing sports and shit. You know what I'm saying? Probably like, High, like freshman, you know what I'm saying? Freshman year and shit. That's not really just cause like I like, and this is the fucked up thing. Like yeah, we ain't had no sports like in, in eighth grade and shit. They ain't want they ain't even want to pay for our shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, yeah, nigga, that's, that's we out here emote. You know what I'm saying? Like, All we had was JTD. They had you feel like, like, Stadium. They had this this stadium full of eighth graders. Oh shit! That's, that's how they was picking the kids for which high schools they was gonna play for. Oh, they were all the eighth graders in one stadium and was like, y'all finna ball against each other and whoever left standing, that's who going to what school. Oh, that's shit. that's who has a hope in of the future. Like, nah. <laughs> it's a Hunger Games, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. we gonna throw the ball out there. Bro. <laughs> whoever rises. Whoever get it though. We gonna give them all the training and that's how... Yeah. I imagine you just like imagine being in eighth grade, right? And then you, in your class is Derrick Rose. I know. Right? <laughs> and then here you go, you regular. This motherfucker easy. <laughs> Ain't nobody worked with you on no sports. Ain't catch on your programs. Fuck. Time on the football field. I'm talking about pads, lopsided motherfucking uh, hip pad falling out. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Ain't no motherfucker that been balling since he was like six. But I'm trying to tell you, that was me, nigga. I was. Yeah. The- but dude, that but that's what made me go so hard though. Like freshman year, I was the nigga, yeah, pad falling out and shit. But I got my first, nigga, I got my first forced fumble the first game. I'm like, I'm in this shit, nigga. I'm in this awesome. You feel me? But then yeah, that just teed me up, start, you know what I'm saying, doing extra shit. Long story short, nigga, I ended up doing I got a scholarship and shit, you know what I'm saying? But Okay. It was a gunshot. I'm funny, it, it was like a change in life, bro. Like, it was either my scholarship, nigga, or that's when I started doing music. Like, that's when I really started going into music. Like, motherfucker ended up getting high and shit. You know what I'm saying? We was in the studio and shit on the block, nigga. We just started getting high, you feel me? Went to the computer room. You know what I'm saying? My homie started engineering and shit. You know what I'm saying? So he was just like, shit, just say something. You know what I'm saying? Shit, say any motherfucking thing. Shopped on them. I'm like, 
I'm in it, nigga. You feel me? Like came this says came on the university campus. DJ, I'm in it. Bro. He was just I'm in it. You wasn't DJ. I'm in. It. You just I'm in it. On the, this is at somebody's dorm room. You was just on like you was broadcasting nah. at that point, or was it just like recording? Yeah, no, nah, we was just like recording like little tracks and shit. Like, okay. I was just hopping on their little shit. You know, what I'm saying on some hosting type shit. Cause my homie, they, it was crazy. They used to be hosting and shit. You know, what I'm saying doing their little thing. Shout out day one to P Martin and them. You know, what I'm saying. But okay, we used to definitely be like, I ain't gonna cap, bro. Like, them niggas was turned fine. Like they turned me up like a motherfucker. But nigga, it just at first. Yeah, bro, like you know I'm saying? Show you can really do it and shit Yeah, G, like And it was just hella, like, motivation You feel me, nigga? And, like At first, motherfucker used to call me turn up You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, nigga, my shit just turn up You know what I'm saying? Or You feel me? Like, it was just, like I just kind of took the energy and the motivation Kind of just ran with You know what I'm saying? The whole, all the little nicknames Right, 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 right Yeah, yeah, just took it till I'm in it, you know? And that's why I just started all the motherfuckers I was on the block with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all us start doing music, you know what I'm saying? Everybody start kind of figuring it out, like, yeah, that's the way to keep niggas off the streets, you feel me? So so let me ask you this. So when you think about, like, your taste in music now, you feel me, versus what it used to be, like, what was it where you first got started, like, oh, this hard? Because, you know, it's all kind of music out there, but, like, what was it that you was listening to, like, oh, this is it, this me right here? Nah, fo, it was wild as hell when, um... Probably about 2012, 2013, I was dropping some, uh, we was doing some tapes and shit. This is what we started. Yeah, that's why I fuck my nigga Day One. I ain't gonna count. Okay. He, was, he was engineering the drops and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Day One. I'm shout out my nigga Day One, fuck, cause I ain't gonna count folks through the drops on that fuck. I ain't gonna lie, did we do? We was doing like key volume, like compilations, yeah. fuck. We did hella key volume compilations. We did like four of them bitches. Bitch did 100k all through the rack. Everybody was listening to them bitch. You feel me? We ended mm-hmm. up tapping in with Keith and them. You feel me? Okay, up. okay. Really, yeah, nigga. On some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we was really GBE. You feel me? Tapping in with Keith and you know what I'm saying? So it was like, that's when we started, yeah, hitting blocking okay. niggas. You know what I'm saying? Really out here and shit. You feel me? And that right. shit was just, it was just like I ain't gonna cap. And so now it done now it done turned into your own thing. Now you kind of like on your own. You know what I'm saying? You got that. You got that where you can stand on your own too now. Yeah, bro. Like. Like I, I took, I just took that platform and I was able to, yeah, capitalize and engineer myself and, you know what I'm saying, then take it to the tables and, you know what I'm saying, just perfect my own sound. So. All right. So go. let me ask you this. So what, what would you say? <laughs> would you, how would you define like your lane, or, or do you feel like you even have a lane, or do you, ju- or you do you just come out with whatever sound good, or, or come out with it, what feel right to you? No. Nah, well, I, well, I actually kind of, I perfected my. What my craft in the mixtape game, you know, mm-hmm. that was something that kind of separated me a lot, especially growing up in the new generation DJs, you know. So a lot of DJs didn't necessarily focus on they mix, you know, they mixtape game, and that's what yeah, my shit was doing back to back, hundred Ks, you feel me, fifty, fifty Ks. The ta- like, and the tapes out there you know, now, it's have many it is, they all out there. You yeah, can yeah. find them right now. Check them out right now. Live mixtape shit, we even drop shit with Swamp is old DJ Victorious, you know what I'm saying? We didn't drop. Shit, we got that was King of Trap. We dropped shit with bigger ranking. You know See what I'm saying? saying? Like, I've been doing shit for years. Yeah, once you like, get out there, I feel like once you get out there and you really start moving around, it's like the 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 music come around you, G. Nah, and the music come around you. It's, it, it, everything comes around. There's a lot of temptation that comes around too, bro. <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> how how do you how do you avoid some of these temptations, bro? How did how did you stay level headed through it all? 
because right, they may think that you um, can you can't afford to be the most wasted one. You can't afford to be the most wasted one when you are here doing it. Just a little, just a tiny bit. This is wild, bro. Nah, man. I could, this is this is exactly this is this is um an interesting life that we have, right? Like the 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 uh the the food, the drugs, the administ the administration of it all, it's very much set up for for uh, overindulgence in in the whole thing, bro. It, it's some pitfalls right. in it for real. Like you can get trapped. Like if you're not a focused motherfucker, you can get stuck, bro. Nah, and no, and, and, and man, would you saying that, bro? Like. Actually, being from Chicago, like you, you would know, like it's just an energy that is just an aura just just around there. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you ain't mentally, yeah, mentally right, then you, yeah, you gonna be trapped in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's so many negative vibes that, yeah, you would never, you know what I'm saying? Never mentally, if you don't train the hell out your mind, you would never break that that negative mindset. So. That's dope. Do, do, did you think you learned that through the sports? Kind of helped you with that. Was that was that part of it? Was it part of there? Was that part of it? Where? Because, uh, but I'm gonna ask. I think that's obvious, right? We don't even have to answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I mean, it, it is. It's something there. You know what I mean? Like because some people learn to focus on shit that's important to them later on in life. But by then they don't skip. They beat. It's too late for you now, nigga. You're forty now. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> hey, Spike Lee was like, I was a C student. Remember we saw Spike Lee? He's like, I was a C yeah, student all the way until graduate school, and then graduate school he had four point yeah. because the graduate school was film school, and he knew he was going to be Spike Lee right, at that point. Do like he had made up his mind at that point, but so it's like it's a. I feel like it's a sweet spot, you know, where you figure out what it is you really want to do, then you start moving in that direction, and then that's when your path starts. But if you just one of them disorganized, off-track motherfuckers from the jump, then that just sets you that further back, you feel me? And you still have to figure out how to get to where you're trying to go at the end of the day. But, and, you a scholar, and you was a scholarship athlete, though, too. Yeah, not. And I was a culinary, but I wasn't even no, no, you know what I'm saying? That's why I say I, I had all different types of, you know what I'm saying? You went to college on a, on a culinary scholarship? Dog. I thought you won an athletic scholarship. Oh, boy was cooking. <laughs> you hey. got me confused. But keep hey, going, keep going though. You but that's cooking. why I say, nigga, I was, I was switching up in so many different aspects. You feel me, bro? Like, nigga over here, nigga over there, nigga. You feel me? Like, and this is in high school, so now it's, it's somebody who's smart and you talented as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what they would, especially in Chicago, they would be intimidated because you a black man and you know your worth. You right. Know? So it's that. That's why I feel like a lot of it's a yeah. It's gonna be a lot of like kind of you could say disappointments and a lot of hate out there because of you know what I'm saying and that's where the hate kind of come from because the young people be yeah we actually knowing our you know what I'm saying knowing our worth now so I mean I don't what, what I could I just kind of feel like we just need to I don't know I just kind of we just need to kind of kind of reach out and uh, get uh, more I, love, what I was going to love, piggyback you know off what of saying? what you were saying I was going to say like I feel like that's something that we should be discussing a lot earlier on you know what I mean like like we be finding we figure our shit out in our adult lives and stuff, but you know everybody upbringing different. Some motherfuckers they never heard that until they became adults and and you know picked up a book or got on the Facts. internet or start fucking with the gram and you know what I'm saying. And that's how Facts. they figured out the importance of their self worth. So let me ask you this: like that, like do you 
obviously like that's important to you so do you ever feel like you have an opportunity to spread that to like other individuals maybe like younger folks that's watching you or maybe people that intern with you or watch you or just shadowing you around like you ever get a chance to maybe sit down with them and be like hey bro you could do this too yeah and that's something i actually um i try to do the most is try to impact the people that's around me you know what i'm saying the yeah the community and place where i come from because yeah i still got a lot of kids i got a lot of nieces and nephews you know what i'm saying and they be, be watching. watching they be looking yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I got some cuz. That nigga started doing basketball. Like, nigga, one of my cuz, that nigga got his captain license now, nigga. That nigga, oh, okay. that nigga driving boats. Nigga, I'm what? Boat, like, <laughs> and we on a boat, nigga. Yeah, 2021, like, we on these boats, you feel me? Riding, like, through, riding through that motherfucker on a boat. Like, it's just so much different shit that once you actually believe in, yeah, the kids, you would never know what they may want to become or what who they might become or just any person, you know? So that's where a lot of times I do want to, but you know I do try to believe in people, and you know even even if a motherfucker ain't got too, you know what I'm saying, got too much, just that one little strong little yeah, you can do it to change a motherfucker whole life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you ain't even lying about that.